Welcome to Thursday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. There is no way you haven't seen some sort of promotional material for the Barbie movie, but is it any good? We'll talk about that in today's Pop Stop. And is this a cover lover's first? It's clarinet covers? I think it was. Yeah, so that's going to happen in today's game. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Thursday, July 20th, 2023. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. Wesleyan University in Connecticut has become the latest school to end their legacy admissions. And if you don't know what legacy admissions are, that's when preference is given to applicants by a college based on the applicant's relationship to alumni of that same school. So for example, if your parent went to a college, your application would be given preference over someone who did not have a parent attend that school. After the Supreme Court's decision to ban race-conscious admissions, some colleges have felt pressure to end preferences for children of alumni. Wesleyan's president said legacy status played a small role in admissions and now would be eliminated entirely. He also said the school values ongoing relationships that come from several generations, but there would no longer be a bump in the selection process and family members of alumni would be admitted on their own merits. Over the last few years, even before the Supreme Court's ruling banning affirmative action, several colleges had begun eliminating legacy admissions. The DEA really needs to get its act together. Yesterday, the second highest ranking official in the DEA stepped down after reports of his last job were exposed by the Associated Press. The first thing to understand is that the DEA does more than just hunt down cartel members and illegal drug dealers. Another huge component of the Drug Enforcement Administration is to control and regulate the pharmaceutical companies. And that's where Louis Millione got in trouble. Millione worked for the DEA for 21 years when he originally left in 2017. Then he did consulting work for Big Pharma. And two of the companies that he consulted for are now being investigated for their role in the opioid epidemic. He did that consulting work for four years before coming back to the DEA. And that's what makes things really tricky, considering his role as the second-in-command at the DEA would mean he now has the power to influence investigations and penalties for his former co-workers. And here's where the story gets even shadier. The second-highest position in the Drug Enforcement Administration is usually appointed by the president and then confirmed by the Senate. So you might be asking yourself, well, didn't President Biden or any of these senators know what this guy's last job was? But... The position had been vacant for so long that the DEA basically snuck in Louis Millione by giving him all of the responsibilities of the department's number two position, but changing the job title, meaning that there was no vetting process by the Senate. Imagine calling 911 and no one answering. While we aren't quite there yet, call centers are dealing with a staffing crisis. Call centers are increasing pay and highlighting the job of a dispatcher as a unique profession, which it is, but they've never really put effort into highlighting the position. Understaffed centers risk burning out their current employees or leaving callers with increased wait times. Denver's Director of Emergency Communications said they're competing with companies like Uber and Grubhub for employees. Most of the positions require a high school diploma and pay about $46,000 a year. The CEO of the National Emergency Number Association said in some situations, 
people can make more money at fast food restaurants than they could serving the public at a call center. And when you add the high pressure that comes with the job, it's a no-brainer that people would want to work somewhere else. And here's another crazy fact. 911 dispatchers and telecommunicators are classified by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics as clerical workers, which limits the mental health and wellness services those workers have access to. Call centers are doing anything they can to get people to take dispatching jobs. Cities like Denver have increased the starting salary 45% since 2020, and Tucson's call center improved its vacation policy and work schedule flexibility. Taco Tuesday. Uh, Well, for one, it's Thursday, and you just scared a cat, and he went running down the hall the opposite direction. Yeah, that happens. And I know, it's Thursday. But apparently... There was a lawsuit regarding the phrase Taco Tuesday. What? And it was just settled yesterday. And I'm not going to lie. It actually makes me a little bit sad. So apparently there's a local chain restaurant in Colorado called Taco John's. And they've had the phrase Taco Tuesday (gasps) trademarked for over 30 years. But in May, Taco Bell petitioned the U.S. Patent Office to cancel the trademark claiming that the phrase is so widely used and that it should be available to anyone who makes, sells, eats, or celebrates tacos. And yes, the phrase celebrates tacos was actually used in the petition. Oh my God, I can't believe this. But yesterday, Taco John's announced they would abandon the fight over (gasps) the Taco Tuesday claim because they simply don't have the money to go head-to-head with Taco Bell in court. That is the part that makes me kind of sad. They've owned the trademark Taco John's has for over 30 years, And now the biggest restaurant chain in the world is basically bullying the phrase away. But from a legal perspective, the phrase Taco Tuesday has become so common that Taco Bell actually does make a good argument Uh. because trying to defend the trademark would have been almost impossible for Taco John's. Okay, that makes sense. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. There are so many office buildings that are still vacant since the pandemic. And one company found something really cool to put inside a farm. Area 2 Farms has built vertical farms growing greens, herbs, and root vegetables in Arlington, Virginia, right across the river from Washington, D.C. There is a farm. It's so crazy to think about. When executed correctly, vertical farming can produce as much as traditional farming, but with a lot less space. And there's no concern over weather or animals. Right now, 20% of U.S. office space is unoccupied, which means we could see more farms popping up in major cities. Just when I think their games couldn't get any weirder. All the songs you know and love, but different. Let's play Cover Lovers. Have you ever heard rock songs but done on a clarinet? No, not I don't not that I recall. Well, get ready because that is the theme for today's oh, no. Cover Lovers game. We're okay. all, we're going to be hearing all clarinet songs and our contestants are going to have to identify the original title and artist. Yep. So Carla Marie, let's get to know our contestants. Let's go over to Delaware where we're going to meet Tom and Caitlin. Good morning, Tom. Good morning. And we've got Caitlin here. Good morning, Caitlin. Good morning. Now Tom, you signed up both you and Caitlin, originally because you wanted to do it to celebrate your anniversary, which was two months ago. Oh, so wow. we're a little late, but happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank Thanks. you. Caitlin gets a fake point because she's wearing a Eula Great shirt. 
There Yay. we go. Perfect. Okay. Well, guys, it is time to go. Carla Marie, who is kicking us off in today's edition of Cover Lovers? Tom's going to go first. All right, Tom, you know the rules. We play the clip. Once it's over, you give us the correct title and artist for a total of two points. Here is your first Cover Lovers clue. That is Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. Queen <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Two points. Well done. I like that on the clarinet, actually. The clarinet, it's uh, what I've noticed as I've been compiling these clips. It's really hit or miss. Okay. Some of these songs sound oh. fantastic. Some of them are quite annoying. Let's see how Caitlin's is. So my apologies to all the clarinet players out there. Caitlin, we now come to you still in round one. Here is your clarinet cover lover's um, I'm going to say Green Day Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Green Day Boulevard of Broken Dreams is good for two points. All right, perfect through round uh, one, right? Yeah, two, right. they're tied. We come back to you, Tom. Let's see uh, how round two goes. Here is your second cover lover's clue. Crap, I know it, and I just can't think of it. Oh, um, I guess Death Cab for Cutie, but I can't remember the artist. All right, Death Cab for Cutie. Maybe that gets you one point. Unfortunately, it does not. Caitlin, can you steal? I can't, unfortunately. Oh, Oh, wow. Zero points in Tom's part of round one. Carla Marie. The correct answer there? It's the White Stripes, Seven Nation Army. Yeah. So they just replaced the guitar there with the clarinet. (laughs) But, Caitlin, this is good news for you because now you can pull into the lead here in round two. Here is your clarinet cover lover's clue. So that's it. Giving up. Don't know it. No, I know it, but I don't know it. All right, Tom, can you steal a point or two here in round two? Is that Nirvana smells like teen spirit? Is it Nirvana smells like teen spirit? It is. All right. So round two was a little bit rougher for you guys, but I believe Tom has pulled into the lead, correct? He has. Uh, Tom's got four, and Caitlin's right behind him with two points. All right, so here's what that means for you, Tom. If you get one or two points here in your part of round three, you are automatically today's champion. Ooh. 
All right. If you get zero points, Caitlin can steal yours, tie it, run the table, and win. Everything is still on the table. Tom, are you ready for your round three right. cover lover's clue? I think I'm ready. That is Lincoln Park Numb. Lincoln Park Numb. If you are correct, you are today's champion. Carla Marie? You are correct. There we go. Wow. Leave it up to Tom to celebrate his anniversary with Caitlin by beating her <laughs> in Cover Lovers. <laughs> but Caitlin, you're not in the Zeros Club, so that's huge news. Very, very good. That's a great point. Thank you guys for making time for us. Thank you for making the morning show podcast part of your morning and happy anniversary. Thank Thank you very much. Thank you. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. Nerds are taking over the high seas. It was just announced that there will be an official Comic-Con cruise setting sail in 2025. Oh, no. San Diego Comic-Con is basically the biggest of all of the Comic-Con events. And they've teamed up with a company that's put together other nerdy cruises like the Star Trek cruise. Oh. According to the press release, fans aboard this ship will have a one-of-a-kind experience that surrounds them with comic and pop art culture. The company is also promising that actors, creators, and authors will be on the cruise along with trivia nights, tastings, and DJ parties, Carla Marie. Okay, but how many Captain Jack Sparrows will be on this? I hope. All of them. Yeah. I hope that's how everyone dresses. Now, if you want to go on this nerdy adventure ship, it will take place on a Royal Caribbean ship sailing from Tampa, Florida to Cozumel, Mexico in February of 2025. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. Let's get to an understanding. My job is to cover ridiculous things that arise in pop culture. So in short, I'm just doing my job. This is Pop Stop. I don't know if any movie has ever gotten this much attention. But the marketing team behind the Barbie movie has done a phenomenal job. Yeah, they understood the assignment. And here's my problem with that. Normally, when movies are marketed that much, that aggressively, they kind of suck. But not the Barbie movies. No, we got a chance to go see it on Tuesday night. Yep. Uh, We gave away tickets on our Twitch show if Mm -hmm. you were there for that. And I've got to say... It is one of my favorite movies. It w- I like. I cannot wait to watch it again. I laughed so hard, and I feel like there were even jokes that I missed that I'll see mm-hmm. when I watch it for a second time. A lot of quotable time. Oh a lot God. of quotable things. Yeah, hilarious. There was even like a part where I was like tearing up because I was like, "Oh my God, this is emotional." Then at the end of it, I was like, "I'm ready to run through a wall. Like I, I am ready to conquer all the things." Like it was such an empowering movie. I, it was wild. I had a really good time, and I will make this one suggestion. I would normally never say this because if you're going to a movie on opening weekend, it's going to be a little more crowded and whatnot. Mm. Go see it this weekend. And the reason I say that is because we got to see it with a bunch of fans that were really excited for the Barbie movie. So many people were dressed in pink and crazy outfits and all that stuff. It's a better experience that way. Yeah, and just the vibe of the theater, like everyone's laughing, everyone's yeah. like excited to be there. It really does make a difference. So if you can get out there this weekend to see it, go. If not, next weekend works too. And you'll notice that we didn't tell you really what happens in the movie. Oh, no. And we realized that 
as we were getting prepared to see it, yeah. the, the plot of the movie isn't really talked about or discussed. No. And I think that's the best way to see the movie. Go Absolutely. in with almost no expectation, no uh, real idea of what the story is going to, mm-hmm. how it's going to unfold. And you're going to have a good time. And Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling do incredible jobs being yeah. Barbie and Ken and all the other people in the movie. And I will say a shout out to uh, Sex Education. So Why? if you watch that show on Netflix, no, it was so good. There are three people, oh. three main characters from that show in the Barbie movie. So see if you notice them. So to sum it all up to all of the people that have asked us yes. what we think of the Barbie movie. A plus movie. It's a good, silly time. Go enjoy it. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. Speaking of Barbie, I figured this would be the most perfect day to tell you about all of the Barbie brand collaborations. We don't have that much time. I know. So I'm going to put a link at the morningshowpodcast.com. One website actually broke down 30 of the brand collabs, and they're all good. I didn't realize that there was a Cold Stone ice cream and Barbie collab. So I think that we may have to hit up a Cold Stone this weekend to check it out. Uh, the company Homesick has one as well. They have the candles. Candles. Okay. And it's supposed to smell like Barbie's dream house. Cool. It's like there's so many things that I want to ask for for Christmas. I know. I feel like I've over the past couple months, I've seen uh, clothing, luggage, paint, all <sighs> these different Barbie collaborations. Don't even get me started on the luggage. My dream luggage company, Bays, they're the ones that I want so bad. Mm-hmm. They have it in like the Barbie pink, oh, cool. hot pink. So it's all on this list. I'm going to put the list at themorningshowpodcast.com. Happy Barbie shopping. The Morning Show Podcast. I listen to you guys every morning with Carla Marie and Anthony. Let's take a trip to Houston, Texas, y'all. Um, I think it's really hot and humid there right now. That's true. We will not take a trip to Houston, yeah. Texas. Uh, but the reason I mentioned Houston was because today... We celebrate episode 346, which is one of the many area codes of the Houston, Texas area. Oh, really? Well, it's very similar to New York or Chicago, where there are so many people there that they need three, four, maybe even five area codes to cover everybody. And 346 is one of them. Exactly. But I do have to give a belated birthday shout out, Carla Marie, to Fiali, who just celebrated her birthday yesterday. Oh, happy birthday. I made the mistake of missing the birthday shout out yesterday, so hopefully- This makes up for it. Okay. You never worked at one of those restaurants where you had to sing happy birthday, did you? I did not. No, although I did work at my dad's uh, Lebanese restaurant in New Jersey, which we would have done the... You did the happy birthday song? We probably played it over the loudspeaker. (laughs) Yeah, we have... If you've never heard heard it before, (laughs) it sounds like this. I want to I want to believe that you performed this at the restaurant. No, I, I didn't. Maybe one day I will. Okay, good. I'll go, grab some bells. We could all be so lucky to experience that. Maybe a drum. Either way, thank you very much for hanging out with us. And make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button. And we'll be back in your ear tomorrow with the Friday show. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show podcast. Catch Carla Marie and Anthony live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. 